my loves. And guess what day it is? It's Monday. Monday podcast day. This is the day when I get to give you some awesome information. And today, holy moly, am I feeling inspired. So we did some shooting for my videos this um, this past Friday. And uh, wonderful surprise, I had a mother-daughter attend and a 16-year-old girl. And uh, oh my God, the dogs. Let I'm going to let the dogs go crazy. So we had a mother-daughter attend. And, uh, and it gave me some opportunities with a wonderful teenage girl. Hold on a second. No, no. She won't stop unless I do that. So, because <laughs> she can't see outside, so she just barks in the air. Anyway, not quite sure why the dog started barking, but maybe my husband came home or something. I don't know. But it sounds like all clear. Maggie is an amazing guard dog. She would definitely let me know if there was something that I needed to attend to. So anyways, getting back to this story. Did some filming on Friday. Had a 16-year-old girl show up. And we did a mother-daughter scene. Literally with a mother and daughter, which was incredible. And we had her asking her mom a question. And we didn't tell her what question to ask. We just let her choose what the question was. And she blew me away with this question. She said, Mom, what do I do if someone disrespects me? And we're filming, and the mom gave her answer, and the answer started with, well, that's a challenge, and then, and then gave an answer. And we stopped filming, and I said, can we do that again? And I looked at the daughter, and I said, I don't want you to feel like it's a challenge when someone disrespects you. I don't want you to feel like it's difficult to take those people out of your life. And then I gave her my advice. And I want to give you this advice today. Mamas and papas, if you're listening to this, please take notes or play this podcast for your teenager. And by the way, this goes for boys and girls because, listen, abuse and disrespect is, is it's gender neutral. Both males and females can do this. And you know, at any age, whatever gender you are, and whatever your sexual orientation is, likely you have been disrespected by somebody who said that they cared about you. And I want you to know what to do about this, no matter who you are, no matter who it is. This matters for absolutely everybody, but mamas and papas, if you have a teenager, a young adult, somebody that you want to teach, the sooner they know this information, the less they will put up with this behavior going forward, the faster they will extract themselves from those types of situations, and the quicker they'll get themselves on the road to somebody who will absolutely respect them. So here is what you need to know. Here is what you need to do if there is somebody who disrespects you. Now, first of all, you need to know your standards and boundaries because it's hard to stand up for what isn't clear to you. And so here was something that's, that her mom said when they were doing this. Um, 
when they were having this little chat in front of me, you know, her, her mom said, you know, that guy that you said to not text you after 11 PM and he still does, he's being disrespectful. He's not respecting your boundaries. And so being very clear, like my boundary is do not message me after 11 PM. Now you can have more boundaries than that for certain, you know, for instance, don't touch me without permission. That's a great boundary to have. Nobody should tolerate being touched by other people. Um, So that is certainly a boundary is, is I invite touch. I don't tolerate touch. And if I haven't invited you to touch me, then you may not touch me. That is a boundary. That is a very, that's, that's a wonderful boundary to have. Everybody should have that boundary. Um, You know, don't, don't call me names. This is, this is very clear. So I want you to clarify to yourself what is a respectful boundary. What to you is disrespectful if it is outside of that boundary? Journal this. Make a list of it if you need to. But be very clear. You know, no kissing for three months. This is a very clear boundary. And if you try to force a kiss on me or if you try to push my boundary, if you try to convince me that I'm stupid to have a no kissing for three months rule, then you are overstepping my standards and boundaries for myself. And that is disrespectful. So be clear about what your standards and boundaries are first. So if you need to take some time today or this week to sit down and write this down and clarify this for yourself, then take that time. Because the more clear you are about your standards and boundaries, the easier the next step is. And this second step is to clearly communicate so that them saying, I didn't know, is not an option. So for instance, no kissing for three months. You have a conversation where you say, I want to make sure that the next partner chooses the right partner for me. And I don't want to waste time by kissing strangers and getting into a pattern of having a beautiful three-month honeymoon period, which would is what would happen because you're hiked up on those amazing natural chemicals that just elevate all the goodness in you and make you forget the badness. And let me tell you guys, when you are hiked up on those chemicals, don't you just feel on top of the world? And literally, you will sleep less, yet still feel energized. That is how much of a chemical jolt this is, ha- this is having in your body. And so you really aren't quite yourself. And so, you know, I don't want to go through a honeymoon period and then afterwards come down to reality, but then try to make something work with somebody that I wasn't compatible with in the first place. So I'm not going to kiss for three months because I want to get to know somebody before getting in a relationship. And I'm not the type of person who kisses more than one person at the same time. So if I kiss you, then I won't be open to meeting other people. And I don't want to commit to a stranger. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm going to see where it goes and then kiss the right one instead of kissing somebody just to see where it goes. And so you can clearly communicate that. I don't want you to message me after 11 p.m. because I get up at 7.30 in the morning and I need to get a full night's sleep. And I'm not going to do that if I keep looking at my phone and keep reigniting my brain and keep 
keep my brain from relaxing itself. That is, that is very clearly communicated. I'm not going to let anybody call me names because that to me is disrespectful. So know what your standards and boundaries are so that you can clearly communicate them and remove the option of someone else saying to you, I didn't know that that was a standard or a boundary. Now, the third step is understanding that there is an issue going on. And in order for you to understand whether or not there's an issue, you need to understand whether or not there is a pattern. And here's what you want to keep in mind. It's the one, two, three. So one, something happening once is nothing. It's a one-off. It doesn't mean anything if it's once. So if you say, I don't want you communicating with me after 11 p.m. at night, and they do it one time, that is a one time. And after each of these occurrences, by the way, so even though it's a one, two, three, then, you know, basically it's like three strikes, you're out. So after each time you communicate, hey, I said, I don't want you to text me after 11 p.m. at night because I need to get my sleep. So, you know, one is basically a pass. Two is a coincidence. When something happens twice, now you have a coincidence. So co together, incidence. So now you're stringing two together. Now you're going to tell them again, hey, you know, I've already told you, I don't want you texting me after 11 p.m. at night because, you know, this, this is disrespecting my needs. This is disrespecting my goals. This is disrespecting what it is that I need in my life in order for me to feel like a productive and autonomous human being. And it's not fair that I've told you this and you're not respecting what it is that I'm saying. Now, three times, that is a pattern. Once somebody has done something for the third time, now you can know with full understanding who this person is. So if they disrespect you for a third time, there is no further need for conversation. You've already at the outset stated what your boundaries are, stated what your standards are, and then you stated it a second time when they maybe forgot, but then you stated it a third time when they simply decided to do the behavior again. There is no need to explain yourself a fourth time. That third time that they did it is a choice. It was purely a choice and you need to understand that people choose their behavior. And you also need to understand that the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. And so if somebody is choosing to do this over and over again, you can anticipate going forward that they will continue to choose that behavior over and over again. And what you need to do at that point is stand up for yourself. And so you've told them that you will not accept this behavior. They continue to do the behavior. And so now the behavior is up to you. What will you do at this point? Will you continue to say what it is that you need while they continue to do what they decide to do? 
because now they can really just not believe you, right? Because you keep saying that this is what you want, but there are no consequences to their behavior, which means it kind of seems like what you're saying isn't really true. If you continue to let people have access to you after telling them what it is that you don't want them to do, then for those type of people, the ones who care more about what they want and getting what they want when they want it, who care more about that than they care about your feelings, about your goals, about your wants, about your desires. Those kind of people will tell themselves, I can do what I want and there are no consequences. Because even though I am told certain things, there are no actions. There is nothing that is coming up against me doing what I want to do. So I will simply continue doing what I want to do. And this is how you see people get into abusive relationships because they keep saying that they don't want certain things to happen, but they don't have a cutoff point. They simply continue to allow it. And so I don't want you to be that kind of person. I want your behaviors to match your intent. If your intent is to be an autonomous human being who makes their own decisions, who lays out their life in such a way that they can attain their goals with self-respect, then you do need to stand up for yourself and your behaviors need to reflect that. So once is nothing, twice is a coincidence, but three times is a pattern. Don't repeat yourself a fourth time. Now is the time to shut that person down because that person is showing you that they don't care about you because if they cared about you, they would care about what is important to you. They would respect that. And so they are showing you blatant disrespect and the sooner you shut this person out, the sooner you are making space in your life for people who will respect you, who will listen to the words coming out of your mouth, who will pay attention to what makes you happy and put that into practice. And so what should this 16-year-old girl do about this guy who is texting her after 11 p.m. at night after she's told him not to? Well, first she needs to understand that this is not the kind of person who is going to care about her. This is the kind of person who cares more about himself and what he wants than he does about her and what she needs, which should make the next step easier to do, which is blocking him. So take him off her phone, block him from accessing her phone because that is how he is abusing her. Off her Facebook, off any social media that she has. And should he come find her again, then it is up to her to say to him, I told you three times that it was not okay with me for you to text me after 11 p.m. at night. And you didn't respect me enough to listen to me. And I don't have space in my life for people who don't respect me. And that is why I had to take you off because you showed me that it didn't matter what I said, that you were going to do whatever you wanted to do. And I needed to stand up for myself and I needed to protect myself. And that is why I made it so that you could no longer have access to me. Now, of course, people are going to argue with you. And they're going to tell you that you're wrong. And they're going to tell you maybe that you are a bad person. Maybe they're going to call you names. Maybe they're going to get angry. 
But I want you to think of this as a child having a tantrum. You know, mom, buy me that chocolate bar at the checkout line. And mom says no, and the child has a screaming fit. Why? Because the child wants what they want when they want it. But you have to just let that happen. You have to not take responsibility for other people's reactions. The only person in this world that you can control is you. And if you are not controlling your environment, if you are allowing people in your environment who will not respect you, then your environment gets filled with people who are disrespecting you. And the people who would respect you see the opposite of themselves surrounding you and don't feel that they have a place in this group. We are the outcome of the five people that are most around us. And if there is somebody out there who is highly respectful and they see you surrounded by people who are not, this is not the kind of group dynamic that they themselves want to enter because this is not like them and we seek what's familiar. So if you don't allow space in your life for people who disrespect you and you only allow space for people who do and that is your ever-widening circle is people who care enough about you to respect what makes you happy then eventually that is all you are surrounded with. And there is no space for the kind of people who are going to try and impose their will on you and then have a tantrum when you stand up for yourself. And so slowly but surely, if these are the kind of people who are in your life, slowly but surely, these people ebb their way out. Because let me tell you, people like this also kind of tend to be lazy people. They look for people who are easy to disrespect, easy to take advantage of. And when it becomes too difficult to disrespect you, and if that's who they are and that's what they want to do, then they just move on and they go find other people who will let them disrespect them. And so this is how you really do become a strong human being. Is it hard to stand up for yourself? Hell yeah, it is. I remember when I started standing up for myself, how I would have intense anxiety. My stomach would be in knots. I would literally be shaking at the very thought, just at the thought of what I would need to say to these people, let alone in that moment, let alone forcing the words out of my mouth. But I did make myself do it despite the fear. And really, that's what that anxiety was. It just was pure fear. And what is fear? It's fear of the unknown. Like, I couldn't know how it was going to work out, what the reaction would be before being in the moment and before doing it. But let me tell you something, as hard as it was to come to that moment and do those actions, it always turned out better than I imagined. And it's funny how fear does that. It really, it really fires up your imagination and then you start thinking about the worst but ultimately usually 99.999% of the time that worst case scenario does not come about and so your courage really buys you a better life 
because it just creates goodness around you. But you need to overcome the fear of stepping forward and standing up for yourself and saying those words to those people. It is so important to be brave enough to let those words come out of your mouth. Because when you don't, those behaviors perpetuate and they continue on. And they will continue on. They will. You have to be the one to put a stop to it. You cannot hope that people will control themselves. You cannot hope that people will become better. You cannot hope that you can say the same thing enough times to influence somebody to be more respectful. The only way to get more respect from people is to let them know without a doubt that you will not be in an environment where you are not respected. So I hope that you take this lesson today and that you turn it into a behavior and that you gain more respect and that in this way you create the kind of love that is genuine around you. That you are surrounded by people who are givers, not just takers. And that you have what it is that you deserve which is something mutually beneficial, mutually respectful, and mutually supportive. So, now I have another webinar tomorrow, of course, because it's Tuesday, and every Tuesday at 8 p.m. I am coming at you live. Uh, if you want to sign on to my webinars, by the way, you can go to canadasdatingcoach.com and you will find the webinar tab. I have two webinars. I have basically, uh, you know, every Tuesday I do the, uh, you know, I, I do this educational webinar. It's a different topic every week. And I ask you at the end of every episode, what should I talk about next? So tomorrow we are talking about the 12 red flags to watch out for when you are dating. And by the way, these 12 red flags, blah, blah. These 12 red flags also apply if you are in a relationship. And if you're wondering what kind of person you're with, then sign on for tomorrow's webinar and watch it because you might, you know, end up thinking, oh, I'm not sure I'm with the right person. Or you might end up thinking, I'm with an amazing person and they definitely deserve more credit. And trust me, I really hope it's the latter for you and that you take that and, and start applying more love into your relationship, more appreciation, more uplift, because if you are with the kind of person who is the opposite of these 12 red flags, they certainly deserve to be acknowledged for being so amazing. And if it's a man, congratulations and do give them those accolades, do give them that uplift, because let me tell you, a good man just wants to be acknowledged for his efforts and appreciated for his efforts and he will feel grateful for those and a grateful man never lets a feeling of gratitude go unrewarded and so he pumps more into the relationship and this is how you just create this wonderful soulmate experience because you are uplifting each other and it's such a beautiful thing to be a part of and I really, really want this for you. If you decide that you're with a guy, because you, you saw all those 12 red flags in him, um, you might want to get out of that relationship. And with clarity, you can go into your next one, understanding what type of person you should be looking for. 
So this is a super valuable webinar. Do not miss it. Uh, go to my website and sign up for the Chantal Hyde Show. That's where you're going to find this tomorrow night. Now, once a month, I do a webinar and I co-host it with somebody who is also in a fantastic relationship because I want you to conceptualize what it is that you're driving towards. If you can conceive it, you can achieve it, and I want this for you. Uh, so if you've already done this, then tell your friends. This is the No More Assholes webinar. And my co-host is the beautiful Rebecca Thomas. She is a life coach from Grand Rapids, Michigan. She's amazing. And if you've already done this webinar, then come back and join us again. And I want to hear your experiences. I want you to share your experiences with uh, the women who are joining us for the first time um, and, and be a part of it and tell us what have you witnessed. You know, it's, it's incredible because I had a lady from the last one. I, I hope she comes on for this one. Um, but she she had her second, second, third date. She had her second or third date recently. Introduced him to the no kissing for three months rule that she's using. And, oh, it was so beautiful when she told me all this. She said, I could see the wheels turning. And I said, oh, my God, that's a man, not a guy. That's amazing. Because guys will reject. Guys want you to change your mind because they want that kiss now because they want to lock you in and get what they want when they want it. Men, on the other hand, want women to feel whole. And so when you tell them that you are on a goal to find the right relationship because you don't want to be derailed into the wrong one and they think about that, it's because they already have the mindset they, that they want to be supportive of the women that they're with. And then he said this beautiful statement to her. He said, that must have taken a lot of courage to say. Oh, oh, anyways, they're, they, uh, they have a, their third or fourth date. Um, I think they had it this weekend. Um, looks like there are more coming up like it's so incredible so I'd love it if she came back and she shared this with the ladies who are coming on the no more assholes webinar for the first time um, so do sign up for my webinars even if you can't make the live play then you will be signed up to get the replay uh, so don't miss that I, I give I mean I just love to teach this is what the podcast is about this is what the webinars are about soak it all in my loves this is all for you oh i just i get up i'm fired up every day for you guys um and of course you guys can find me on instagram i'm always on instagram uh facebook and youtube i got tons of videos up on youtube go back in my podcast go find some more stuff that you like just subscribe to me everywhere subscribe to my mailing list on my website you'll see the pop-up and let me know what you think. Let me know what you feel. Let me know your experiences. Let me know what you like. And and just let me hear your voice because I love hearing from you guys so, so much. You inspire me. You influence me. You give me more content, um, which is really so wonderful. By the way, I thank my husband many times for the content that he's given me, <laughs> really. Um and, uh, and I want to tell you what the next podcast is going to be about. And I might do it this week, too. So it might be two podcasts this week. I had a lady come up on my Instagram and she said, you know, I just found out that my boyfriend cheated on me. What do I do? And I don't specifically have any videos or articles about that. That's, that's what I realized when she said, you know, do you have something I can read, something I can watch about that um, that's in your content? And I do want to address that. It is not a simplistic answer at all. 
I wish I could just say, just leave the bastard. But when it comes to human beings, we are more complicated than that. And sometimes good people do bad things. And I want, I want people to be clear about that, that sometimes you need to understand some things when something like this happens. If, if it's just, and you know, somebody who is very selfish and narcissistic, then by all means, this is a relationship you should leave. If it's a, a selfish short-term thinker, if it's a guy or a girl. But if you are with a man or a woman, somebody who's a generous long-term thinker, and this is not of their character, then there is some deeper things that need to be uncovered before making any kind of a decision. And I want to talk some more about that. So this is going to be the next, that's going to be the next podcast, whether it's this, I publish it this week or next week, but I'm going to start getting into cheating and, and what to think about that whole topic. And so on that note, I'm going to sign off with much love. I love you guys very, very much. I, I just, I can't even overstate that. You know, I say to my husband just about every day, I go, baby. And he goes, yeah. I say, I love you. And he goes, I love you too, baby. And I go, no, baby. I mean, I really love you. So I love you guys. And I will talk to you again very, very soon.